Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 2, Episode 33. Tonight we watch The Great Food Truck Race, Season 5, Episodes 1 and 2. This is James, and not to be confused with the Chris Lorenz, our usual host. Sitting to my right is... Robert Kitts. And over on my left... Harrison Hoffman. All right. Well, we're in it, guys. We did it. We made we're it through it. a couple episodes of this show. Uh, Harrison, do you have a description for us? Uh, I don't really have a proper description since we watched <laughs> an episode that was a few seasons old, but um, I can read the partial description from Hulu. Get ready for strategy, stress, and lots of sleep, sleepless nights. In the end, it all comes down to two trucks and one sun-splashed showdown in Miami Beach. And this time, there's $100,000 in the line. As I'm, I'm reading minute. this, it doesn't seem like it's the right description. Is, I don't think that's the right season, but season, I think we get the idea. We watched season five, right? We did watch season five. Yeah, that's what it has for season five. <laughs> was it like the Was it like the challenge where they sprung a surprise, different prize on them partway through? There could be. Maybe there were back. Maybe Ooh. there were prizes for second and third. I don't know. Who knows? Unclear. Anyway, it definitely sounded like the prize was you win your own food truck. And $50,000. That is what I heard quite a number of times. That is what Tyler Florence, the host, said do on you, the show. Do you think that the truck is worth $50,000 itself? It's got to be worth so it's much worth more than more, that, right? right? Yeah. It's all, very expensive. All the equipment alone on that thing, like one of the trucks has a deep fryer on it. Like there's a bunch of shit So since the description wasn't d- very descriptive, let me, let me quickly explain what this show is. Let's tee it up. Basically, there's a bunch of kind of as, like aspiring food truck people that don't have their own trucks already. They want to get in the business and they've applied to be on the show. And uh, they basically show up and they'd already kind of talked with, with the Food Network people about what their truck concept is. And they have a totally decked out, customized food truck for all these people. And the competition is basically like this food truck race across the country, uh, city to city. Uh, and then they just compete to sell food in all these cities. Yeah. Right, right. And I, and I think, you know, it's kind of important to call out that uh, they do this weekend to weekend. So the, the competition each week is over a couple of days. Uh, and yeah, each in each weekend they go to a different city. Our host Tyler will introduce a bunch of road bump or speed bumps and truck stops and various challenges along the way. Uh, yeah, and at the end of it, uh, oh yeah, and each week one's eliminated. That's yeah. uh, pretty much the gist. There you go. And they're basically eliminated based on how much money they make. So yes. right, they're given the same kind of starting point with the truck with the basics and some money, and it's just like how much money can you make from this? Yeah, and exactly. if you make the least, you go home. That's actually one of the things that I like a lot about this show is that it really is like aside from some of the speed bumps and things that they have to do, it really is just like a here's a food truck, make as much money as you can using whatever tactics you want, basically. Uh, totally. And it, then whoever yeah. makes the most money wins. Like it's kind of cool, right? Like I, f- I feel like similar to some of the shows, like Cleveland Hustle comes to mind for some <laughs> reason. But like there's oh. other shows that we've watched too that are similar, where it's like, oh, we have this concept, and we're gonna like you know do some research and come up with some ideas and test it out. It's like, no, here's the truck. Go and do it. You just straight in execution mode. Yeah. It's like, like on the first day they hand them like 150 bucks and the keys to the food truck. And it's just like, good luck. Right. Go to the grocery store. Yeah. And, and they're it. just going like to like Costco or whatever, it's like the local Costco. markets yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well and, and so, uh, so I had seen some other seasons too of this and like, it's not always Costco. Oh, it's not. It definitely like they end up with some towns sometimes and it's hard to find, certain stores certain things like sometimes like i recall one episode where they just they they couldn't (laughs) like there was this one truck that was like a a, a cheesesteak truck and they just couldn't find hoagie rolls 
so like it was just a huge disaster <laughs> oh, wow. uh, that was not this season to be clear but like that that's just to give you give you a taste of what what can happen on this this wild ride of a great food truck race i'm uh, pretty sure they can take their money and go spend it on food from wherever they want it's just that a lot of them go to costco or something like oh, that just right. it's cheap like for a it's good cheap thing. to get a lot of yeah, food you sure. need a decent amount if you're gonna like run a food truck for a day exactly yeah. right it's like it's basically like a restaurant supply store so, so it's, yeah i had never seen the great food truck race okay. before but you guys both have seen some how much have you each seen i've probably seen like a couple of seasons of it like on and off Okay. Over the years and Harrison turned me on to this one night randomly <laughs> and I was like okay this is interesting and then I watched the whole like season of season four <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty good and so like the format changes like a little bit season to season so mm-hmm. I, I I've seen another season where the people were not brand new to food trucks and there were already established food trucks that were coming in and competing which is really interesting because like those team like those people really yeah. have their shit down like they know how to run the truck they know how to market stuff and they know the right places to park like it's it's interesting watching people who are more expert at it right. mm-hmm. so was the prize to win a new food truck for them or no, it was no. just a bunch just of cash, cash. yeah Okay. Oh, so so they rolled up with their own yeah, trucks. Yeah, it's it's bring your own food truck. Oh man. <laughs> drive it across the country and compete in this thing. B Y O F T. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I feel like one of the things with this particular season and the other one that I saw was that everyone there's sort of a level playing field. Um aside from like your cooking background. Like your cooking background's what varies, but like the trucks are like here's your truck, here's like a whole bunch of equipment, knives, all that kind of stuff, all standard, like great stuff. Uh, and then it's just pure like here's here's like a couple hundred bucks, go make it go make something happen for sure. Um, there were like yeah. so I I I watched whatever the newest season is on on Hulu and uh, there's one of the trucks in there that's like a waffle truck. So they don't have a lot of like the normal cooking apparatuses in right. their truck. So sometimes when they when they're forced to do one of these challenges, <laughs> they're just like forced to cook a hot dog on a waffle iron or something dumb like that because like their, <laughs> their truck is just super optimized around selling waffles. That's great. that's pretty great actually. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um and, and yeah, we'll probably we'll probably unpack this a little bit in the once we get into some of the specific episode, but like I feel like that's kind of what what I love seeing sometimes is like the like how people can get creative with a dish or a challenge that they have to make something that like they're not normally trying to make. It's kind of interesting. The, the problem I have with it at the same time is that the the competition isn't always about how good the food is. It's just essentially how much can you sell. So like the food could be terrible. Oh yeah, but they're selling a lot of it. Hey, that's the that's the business of <laughs> right. food trucks for sure. And it is. Even less important that the food is good when you are leaving town after that oh, weekend. Yeah. Like it is, <laughs> and, and well, and that's an interesting point too, right? Which is like, I wonder how much of the sales of this is just because the novelty of it. That like word gets around is like, hey, the Food Network's in town. These eight trucks are just rolling in. We got to go check this thing out, see what's up. Maybe get on TV. That definitely drives. I mean, I'm sure that that drives people to the trucks, and like, I'm sure that some of these towns that they like. So sometimes they go to big to big towns. Sometimes they go to these little towns, right? And uh, there's really not a lot of people oh, yeah. there, and maybe they haven't even had a food truck in their town before. So oh, like, for when, sure. like, all these eight, like ten food trucks roll is just crazy. You mm-hmm. know, this one seemed to be like the first episode we watched. They were in. LA yeah they're different in, parts of LA yeah and then the second one they were in Tucson just yeah. like as big as LA but it's not some small city should, no totally should we should we kind of dip into the first episode which I should believe kicked us off in Venice Ven- oh, no, no 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 sorry it wasn't Venice it was Santa Santa Barbara Santa Barbara yeah I think that's right yeah okay right. one of those ones yeah I don't know so there, there was <laughs> the, the show intros us to eight groups of people all groups of three does we somebody want to kind of tee us up through some of the 
the right. memorable we'll characters. See if I can get through all eight. Okay, <clears throat> I have an idea. I think we should go in a rotation and just oh. name name a truck it's and explain it. It's the Tom it. Hanks game, but with food trucks. It's the people. Tom Hanks movie game, but with food trucks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do it. Rob, start us off. All right, I'm going to kick us off with. There's this group from Venice Beach, California, and they really go for like a beach surfer vibe. They're all about fish tacos and fried avocado. They like to chant that quite a bit. So they that's really one do. Group. I think they were the the beach cruisers. Beach cruisers. Yeah. That's right. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, oh, I, I was gonna name. I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out now, which is the the bacon people. Uh, I don't know their their truck name, but they're just oh, bacon man. people. Let there be Let bacon. There be bacon. <laughs> great, great food truck. Is this the giant strip of bacon on it? Which they're from is, Cleveland, right? Yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, these three kind of bigger dudes that just they just really love bacon. I think. So, so, so there's an interesting thing about this group was that one of the guys had cancer and beat cancer he did but he says i used to work in a kitchen but now after my cancer i can't and then they just moved on <laughs> that was and i have that. so many questions yeah well, like sure. what about cancer beating cancer which you know all props beating cancer what about that makes you unable to work in a restaurant slash what makes you now qualified to be in a food truck <laughs> i mean like I, I i could certainly see being impaired in some way after having cancer I don't know what all that does to the cells in your body. Definitely not good. So, like, I could see that, but I don't understand how you'd be capable of working in a food truck, you know, but not a kitchen. It's, right. I can see I can't work in a kitchen anymore. I'm more the Venn diagram of no, I can't for work sure. in a kitchen, but now I'm going to l- devote my life to my food truck. Totally. Like, it just That part I don't get. And I wish they'd dug into I, that a little bit more. I think that it must be some kind of liability thing with the restaurant. Maybe, maybe he has mm. some something that happened which makes him not employable in a, like a so kitchen from somebody business. else who has to do his own thing. Yeah. I, I have no, idea. no yeah. idea. It's very confusing though. I agree. There's there's a lot of questions with that. <laughs> but I mean, like say props to beating it and, and like, I don't know, the yeah. truck. The truck's interesting. I love where every town <laughs> they go to, they just keep referring to their fans as the army of bacon. Yeah. And it's great. They just keep doing these bacon chants. It's, it's just very They're exciting. very good at leading chants. Yeah. Everyone's always chanting around their truck. They, they might not be good at running a food truck, but they're good at leading chants. Yes, for sure. Uh, then we have the Middle Feast, who is a Middle Eastern food truck. Uh, kosher truck. which Kosher truck, <laughs> who's gone through some interesting times in these episodes. Uh, at some point, they were forced to cook a bacon hot dog <laughs> as this kosher food truck, and uh, they weren't too happy about it. We'll see. Say. Yeah, so they're one of the more specific trucks, for sure. Yeah. Uh, which I think there's, there's kind of an even mix of like more specific ones and more that are just Generic, general. yeah. Yeah, generic. Yeah. Six. Uh, I'm going to go for the chatty chicken. Oh, chatty chicken. <laughs> Almost forgot about them. Which is like a dad and a, with his son and daughter. And he's got this fried chicken recipe that they just say is just the greatest. And they've been trying to set up a uh, restaurant. Where were they from again? Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga, yeah, Tennessee. Chatty. So the restaurant in Tennessee hasn't been going so well. So now they're going to try to do the food truck life with their fried chicken recipe. I'll be honest with you. That, that photo of the restaurant air quotes here didn't look great like it looked kind of like a dive barn or shed in the middle of nowhere tyler did kind of throw it like they've made a bad investment <laughs> yeah <laughs> like seem, yeah it's not really really panning out yeah it didn't seem great uh so, so that's four um let me think let me think we had Ooh, i'm drawing a blank already i'm, oh, I'm losing the tom hanks game here it's not oh, really great man. are you out are you um, out no, no 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 i'm gonna get it it's uh I'm going to go with the, the Mexican family. Okay. Good, uh, good one. I forget what they were called. 
Does anyone recall that? Madres. Madres. Madres, okay. Mexican, yeah. Uh, and so this is, I think, a, a mom and a son and either her friend or sister or something. I think it's, is it his wife? It could be his wife. Yeah. I think it's mom, it's son, wife. Mom, son, wife. Uh, a group, I'm not sure if they're Mexican-American, originally from Mexico or born in America, but yeah, a group that's cooking up what looks to be great Mexican food out of this truck. Uh, their signature just is the, uh, what is it, the Huevos Rancheros. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that looked like it was a real winner. Uh, they, they're bringing some styles and personality. Uh, I'd like to see, uh, see what they do about it. He's also bringing some nice daddy issues to the table. Oh, oh his, yeah. His dad doesn't think the that men should be in the kitchen. Men should be in the kitchen and doesn't approve of his life choices. But he's, he's here to show his dad that he's going to follow his dream and, and it's, a good, uh, it's a good choice. Right. He had a real end of Cool Runnings moment with his dad <laughs> when, he, when he came to visit the truck right there. It's yeah. pretty good. So they, they're also from L.A., right? Yeah. Like half I the teams so. are from L.A. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they're from the L.A. Yeah. area. Yeah. A bunch of teams are from L.A., it seems like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the military moms. So that's three. Um, I don't think that they're all moms of people in the military. One of them is a wife of somebody in the military. I think they're all wives. I think they're all wives. They're like all they're, wives. <laughs> they're military wives who spend a lot of their life being moms without the dad around. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Because that was confusing. Because then there's another person that came to the truck who's a mom of somebody who's serving. Right. So they're like, right. Yeah. And they said, I'm probably going to butcher this so that anybody actually knows, but I think they said it was like a blue star yeah, mom or blue something. blue star, yeah. Yeah. Who is a mom of somebody who is who their child is serving in the military. Yeah, right. Correct. But right. I think they're not blue star moms. Right. This, I think you're correct. Yeah, that's kind of, I guess that's where I got confused. Yeah. And it, it's a little tricky with the, the family tree there. Like, and the name clarify, of the truck. Like, <laughs> so now that they're doing the food truck challenge, I mean, the dads are back and not overseas Un- anymore. Very unclear. It was kind of unclear. Very unclear. Yeah. All right. Number seven. All right. We got? we got the gourmet grads. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> which are a bunch of fresh out of culinary school guys <laughs> oh who man really are feeling themselves because they went to the same gourmet school as tyler and they're just like we know all about cooking and we're ready to to show what we got and make just the best food <laughs> these guys <Didn't> spend <laughs> more time arguing about if the food they're cooking is good enough rather than selling to the hundred fucking people that are lined up in front of their truck <laughs> you really feel bad idiots <laughs> Oh my they god. They made a lot of questionable choices. They, they certainly really, did. Wasn't there like part of their like the reason they thought they were good? Uh it's like, you know, we're young, so we're in touch with the trends. We know what's going on in the food. He says, world. We know what's trending. <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh They're really they're really doing doing millennials dirty here. I don't like it. it I don't like they it. Didn't have a great I say they didn't come across great initially. I sort of warmed up to them later. They grew on me a bit, but then yeah. All right, last one. You think we can do it? <laughs> That's going to be a question for you. It's the folks from Texas, the oh. Lone Star something or other. Lone Star Ranchos? Lone Star? Ch- Lone Star Chuck Wagon. Lone Star Chuck. Yeah, Chuck Wagon. That's it. Uh, yeah. It's a group of three, a family. I'm not sure what city, but they're from Texas, and they're doing Texas-style barbecue. They're very from Texas. They're, yeah, they couldn't be more from Texas. They're wearing Lone Star flags, shirts. They got cowboy hats. Dude has a Lone Star tattoo on the underneath of his forearm. Hey, you gotta, you gotta be the brand, James. He, they're be like, the brand. These guys don't need, and we'll get into this. They don't need to do any more marketing. They are so marketed. It's not even <laughs> like they're doing it all already. They just show up, and yeah. So they're interesting because they, they said they have kind of like a kind of barbecue business already going it's not like more that they're making like sauces and stuff right right and now they're actually trying to sort of have their own kind of thing where they're actually selling the food and i was really curious like 
is that a good thing that they've kind of got some business experience, but it doesn't seem like they're used to like cooking or being in like the restaurant itself. I think that any amount of business experience is good in this situation. It, it definitely seemed that way. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> that right. The Texas team did all right. I, and I, like, I think that one of the most interesting parts about the show is that like, it, it, it really is like a business show because like you select the menu, you pick what ingredients to buy at the store and you know how much all that stuff costs. Like, you know what your margins are like, like, like the teams that know how to run a business do better in this competition for sure. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Which team maybe didn't know how to, to do Ooh. some of the basics very well, do you think? Ooh, well, I think there are a couple that come <laughs> to mind. <laughs> I think that we could talk about the grads. Talk about we the could. grads, or we could talk about... I think we got to save the grads okay, for episode okay, okay, two. Okay, okay, okay. And we should probably talk about Chatty Chicken. Chatty Chicken. <laughs> oh, boy. So the first episode out of the gate, the very first thing Tyler says, hey, guys, here's 200 bucks in your till. Go to the store. You're going to cook three dishes, whatever you want to cook. They're your dishes. Um, and the goal, I think you have to have one signature dish on the menu. Uh, and that's it. Go do it. The very first thing that these guys fail to do is bring the money with them. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. There oh, was, I'm not. You're, you're, you're already jumping ahead oh. to the troubles of Chatty Chicken. Okay. The, the first were, thing they do. There were numerous troubles, yeah. and you're, you're starting with the wrong so, one. The whole, thing with, the, this, the whole thing? thing with this truck is this is a Colonel Sanders looking dude, <laughs> and he's famous for his fried chicken. Okay. And so they go to the grocery store to buy stuff, and they're looking at the oil, and they're just like, I don't know if we have enough oil to deep fry this chicken. It'll probably be fine. And they would go back to their truck. They don't have enough oil to fill the deep fryer, so now this dude's having to pan fry all this deep fried chicken, which is taking them forever. So that's the first day. I still thought the money was the first day. No, no, no. That no. wasn't the first thing. It might. <clears throat> it was later in the day. Uh, so uh, I think okay. it was still day okay. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So then, when there's like, okay, we've we, we, we gotta go with some more oil. We've made some money selling this shitty grilled chicken that we had to sell because we couldn't sell the fried chicken the fried chicken chatty ch chattanooga well, this is what tyler calls and tells them they got to move from santa barbara to venice beach right and oh. so when they get to venice beach they're like let's do a little detour with the because they each have a they each came in a car and then they get the truck so they have a right. branded car and a branded truck it's like let's take the car go to a nearby grocery store get some more oil get that deep fryer going and and then we'll really yeah. get things moving. Then we'll be in business. <laughs> exactly. And then what happened? And then these fuckers, all three of them just hop in their car. They get to the store. And I, to be fair, I don't know how far the store is from the truck. They I don't said know how about bad traffic is. 10 minutes. Okay. So that's not as bad as it sort of appeared at first. It's, it but gets, it's not great. It, it gets bad though. Right. So they, so they're, they, they 10 minute drive to the store. The truck's parked back. They get to the store and they're like, shit. The Colonel Sanders dude left the money in the food truck. Left the cash box in the food left truck. Left the whole cash box in the food truck. So now they're stored like, oh, I guess we got to go back. And so now they turn the car around and go back. They get the money. No, they, they drive get the cash back. box. Yeah, let's be clear. they get the cash box. They get the cash box out of the food truck. The food truck they leave behind. They get back in their branded car. They go all the way back to the store. They get to the store again. And they're like, shit, I don't have the keys to unlock the cash box. <laughs> That what? His, his daughter in the backseat cannot believe what's happening. I still like, can't believe it. No. Can, I, can you? The, the daughter saw the writing on the wall in that moment. You could see it yeah. in her eyes. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> this, is, this is over. Yeah. I, 
Look, to be fair, I could see forgetting the money box. Totally. It's the first day you're hopped up on competition. You're not in that habit yet. But like, for the love of God, make sure like after you've already fucked up and you've gone back, like make sure you got everything you need this time. For sure. And so they, they just don't do it. So then they get the oil. They bring all this oil back to fill up the deep fryer. They fill it up. Fill that deep fryer. They put all this oil in. And the dude's like, I can't figure out how to light this deep fryer. <laughs> they can't figure out how to get the de- brand new food truck. They cannot figure out how to get the deep fryer going. So they've got all their money sitting in oil in the deep fryer. <laughs> and they're screwed, basically. And they have to go back to this this grilled chicken scam. Right, which takes forever to cook. And <laughs> well, it's like, it's I think, they, I think the first thing, they were actually still trying to fry the chicken, but in a pan. And it was taking too long. And then at this point, they abandoned fried chicken. Right. Which is their whole brand. <laughs> and for I think chicken. there was a fried chicken like painted on the side of the truck. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah, chatty chicken. What are you guys doing? Like, I really want to know if someone's like busted with the truck, or it's just they just don't know how to run a fryer, I or they don't know how the, to run this fryer on the truck. If the truck was busted, I feel like Food Network does something to like yeah to fix it or be like we can't eliminate them because of blah blah blah. They just don't know what the hell they're doing. So um, I'm not sure if this was in season four that you watched for a different season. There were there so, were some mechanical issues in season four, so that yeah, might be what, what you're yeah. Thinking. So like so, so there's basically one team that had a very similar issue where they couldn't figure out how to light the grill. It was in their <laughs> truck and they couldn't figure out how to light the grill. And they're yep. going all day, all day, all day, and then um, at some point, like some dude from like the food truck company or something, or like some kind of no, 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 some kind of food truck it's, mechanic. It's, it's some it, not a mechanic at all. It's the dude that was working in the grocery store. Like was comes it really? Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you sure? They were in like the parking lot. Oh, I thought that like. I thought that Food Network sent somebody from the food truck place to check it out, and then like like, like the Food dude, Network wasn't doing shit. They're just like filming it, <laughs> just watching these idiots try to struggle with this truck. So then the dude basically goes and like opens up this little panel on the outside of the food truck and just turns the gas on. He's like, "You guys didn't turn the gas on." <laughs> so I definitely thought that was just going to happen again, and that well, might yeah. have been what was happening here. It like, totally could have been the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then same season, uh, I th- think it was the same guys. It might have been a different guys. I know it was the guys from Philly. Uh, basically, at some point, they can't crank the truck. Like they just have to like go and move it, and it's just like it doesn't start. And they're under the truck, like hitting it with wooden spoons and shit. They're like, I don't know, hit the alternator or something. It'll make it go. It's definitely not the battery. I'll spare you a lot of time. It was definitely the battery, and they had to jump start it <laughs> oh, after man. many hours goes by. Oh man! So mechanical stuff definitely happens, and it's I think this is part of the show. Yeah, it is for sure. But like I, I do think that if there's something that actually goes wrong mechanically with a truck that is not the team's fault, then like they make some kind of an effort to to help fix it. Yeah, they definitely didn't help those guys crank that that truck in that one. Yeah, but yeah. But like was, I didn't see that. Episode, but like, was that their own fault? That the battery died. Like, well, if you it kill the battery it through been. your own fault, Food Network's not helping you with I that. I mean, like, like, you, like you screwed up. That's you left the lights on or whatever. It's a brand, yeah. brand new battery on that truck. Like, right? You know. And to be fair, all they had to do was jumpstart it, and then it worked. And they just were like, "That's definitely not the battery." Yeah. <laughs> so the bad, like the chicken, like they wasted all this money on oil they didn't use, and they wasted so much time because, like, it's ten minutes. We're looking at ten minutes. Ten minutes back. They're back. It's like, let's say they waste forty-five minutes plus who knows how long spent in the store, it's like yeah. an hour. They don't have like have that much time to sell stuff. That's a For lot sure. of their budget time. Budget just gone. That really <laughs> killed them. They yeah. they didn't have a shot after that whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so tyler calls first of all i want to point out that we were very close to having another Tej as the host <laughs> it was close He's tyler what's his last name again tyler florence tyler florence yeah tf it's so close to tj oh yeah but no so 
Your name has to start with a T if you're going to be a reality show host. Well, they're not MTVs. So he gives these calls to sort of give them these sort of like little extra challenges or things that changed. And like they make it seem like he's on the phone with all of them. But so, A, does he actually call them and he's calling them one by one? Or do they have seven producers call them, but they make them say, hey, Tyler, what's going on? <laughs> I I have option three, which is it's a group call that he just tells all the teams at the same time on some kind of group call or something like that. I'm actually with Harrison on this one. Oh, and yeah. It's probably because I've seen the other seasons where I'm like, I had that very same question. And it wasn't clear until we're watching like several of these like calls kind of go through. And there's like very tiny details that you can sort of catch occasionally that you're like, oh, it sort of implies it's a group I call mean, because somebody will say something. And there was one occasion on season four where Tyler like acknowledged it and was like, oh, that's right. Like the Hawaiian team, that is what we're going to do. And then oh, like still said it with everyone. <laughs> See, because they were, they were saying random things on the phone, all the different people, but like it didn't seem like they could hear each other. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, who knows? Who knows how they do it? But yeah, like, it's, I, I don't know if the other teams can talk to the other teams or how they've set up the group call. <laughs> But it, it seems that at least though, like Tyler is talking to all of them in a broadcast, and they can all hear him at the same time. Yeah, interesting. And Tyler, I think, can hear them, but it's <laughs> unclear. That part's not super clear. Oh man. So yeah. Yeah. Does Tyler ever not wear sunglasses? I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's he's all sunglasses all the time. <laughs> he definitely in these two episodes, but like they were in L.A. and Tucson. So pretty you know, maybe sunny. It was just a sunny, sunny yeah. locale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think. Like I know there was an episode in Portland. Where it was not so sunny, <laughs> I can't recall, but seems likely. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So other than <clears throat> other than making the move from Santa Barbara to Venice, was there any other special challenge from Tyler in this one, or was that it? Um, yeah, they definitely had some kind of cooking challenge, right? It was the well, it was a secret cooking challenge. Oh, it was the the guys who showed for the signi- for the signature dish, right? Yeah, yes. so they had two guys who own apparently the top-rated food truck in LA. Yeah. Something about lobsters, cuisine, lo- main or lobster, main lobster, truck. cousin something. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and they all came by individually and just were like, "Hey, can you give me whatever you think the best thing on the menu is?" And they tried it, and sort of you know then gave some critiques. And then they get to pick their first, second, third place. And each pr- so first place you get five hundred extra put in your amount sold. Second place is two hundred. Third place is one hundred. And so it just boosts your money. Exactly. Yep. And, and yeah. I think that you know, and as you watch more episodes of this, it's interesting to see how some of the different trucks treat the challenges sometimes because sometimes these trucks just decide that they have no shot at the challenge and don't even participate in it. They're just like, we're making enough money just doing what we're doing and selling. We're going to forego whatever prize money from this challenge and just focus on selling our food. That definitely happens. We had a little bit, we'll get into that. There's a little bit of that in the second episode. Maybe not as much as there should have yeah, been. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so in this first one, uh, we were kind of noticing, I think, as it was happening, these dudes were sort of commenting on some that were like, oh, this is interesting. Like, where'd you get that recipe from? Oh, it's family or whatever. And sometimes just like, yeah, this the team had a great personality. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess the food wasn't very good. <laughs> Gotta find something nice to say. Yeah. Does anyone recall who came in what place? Uh, Mexican team came in first place. Yeah. And then the mom was crying that they loved her Wavos Rancheros. Right, so right. I did kind of want to try that. It looked pretty good. I think the... The fish taco team, I think, came in second. Yeah, yeah. California team came in second, and then 
I'm not sure who was third. Was it the gourmet grads were third? Yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which like, hey, if <laughs> those guys can do anything, I guess it's make a tasty plate of food. I don't it, even remember what theoretically. Was. I don't remember what theirs was either. Yeah, it wasn't super memorable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they got to work with that marketing. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, <laughs> I was surprised the the baking guys weren't getting like more interesting stuff going. Yeah, like, I was expecting some kind of like crazy like they're just basically like we got a bacon burger. Yeah, and, and, and then the one one of their one of the comments from the food truck guys was like they put all this coleslaw on it and like you taste that more than the bacon. Yeah, and like you know I why is the there even coleslaw on a burger at a bacon truck? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you just got to go bacon eater style. Yeah, right. Stack it. They're chen for bacon. Just give them the bacon. And they're not chen for fucking coleslaw. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> The, uh, there was that in the Middle Feast truck looked like they were putting out some interesting stuff. They were making like a shawarma. They didn't make shawarma. Oh, they didn't? I thought they were. They went to Costco to get stuff to make oh. shawarma and hummus and couldn't find anything they needed. Right. So they pivoted to kebabs and some word I didn't recognize. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so, so James, who who got kicked off <laughs> first first week of Great Food Truck <laughs> Race? Yeah, I was, well, I was trying to think. Was there any like other like interesting like tr- uh, speed bumps or truck stops or anything? I think the only speed bump they gave two? them in the first one was that they had to move cities in the middle of the weekend. I think. Right. I think that was it. Yeah. Because I it, think it was they had to do like a lot of the intro stuff the first episode. Right. They're kind like of that, taking so. it easy on them because it was their first weekend ever running a food truck, and and for one team, they're last. Yeah, and like. I, Part of this, part of this in these seasons where the people have not run the truck before is like Tyler kind of tries to teach them lessons that are going to be important about running a successful food truck. So the first episode is all about find your signature dish. That was kind of what it was all focused on. Right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. So then we got into so eight teams. Somebody's got to go. There's too many people on the show, right? Like it's hard to keep up. Like it's a some, lot of teams. Some teams didn't even get a ton of FaceTime. Like Middle Middle Feast. I guess spoilers they they survived but they did not get a lot of airtime on the first episode nope. i felt like no definitely not. um so yeah well was there anybody before we, like who who was everybody kind of liking like do we want to get into that or do we want to just like say who the heck got off this show we'll do that after the second episode okay okay so the first one off no surprise to anybody <laughs> Is the truck that just couldn't do anything right most of the time, which I feel like in this case was a shame because, you know, I, I, I kind of like their spirit about them. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was not convinced that this was the best fried chicken. So it was indeed chatty chicken uh, that went home this week. Um, but this is the last that America is going to see yeah. of chatty chicken. Apparently, it's not the last. <laughs> I mean, to be determined, I guess. I am willing to say that is the last I'm hearing of chatty chicken. I think so, too. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like those guys were interesting. I, th- yeah. I think they had a, had well, a like, cool spirit about them. They seemed like they were really they could do. committed to the idea of like opening this restaurant, and they'd like already tried to do it and <clears throat> had some mis- misfires on it. And she, you know, she's like, "No one w- needs wants this food truck more than we do." It's like if you wanted it so bad, maybe bring them. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, they like. I I would have liked to have seen them do a week where they actually had a working deep fryer that they could really make their food on because we didn't even get to really yeah. see them make their dish. Like mm-hmm. one know. more question about their adventure to get the oil. Why yeah. did all three of them have to get in the car? Couldn't you leave someone behind with the truck to kind of like start getting stuff ready? Like yeah, is getting oil could. a three person job? Uh, that's probably. Is that's there some rule that like they can't open the 
food truck unless they're all there or something? I don't know. I think that there might be because I'm not sure that you can like leave two people cooking in the truck and then send one person to the grocery store. Like I, I haven't seen that before on the show. There might be some kind of rule there. Hmm, they, like, they don't say it on the show, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that they really split up that much. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, there you go. That was the bottom one out. And I'm trying to Second think who the, the bottom was bottom, bacon. Yeah. yeah, bacon was in the bottom three for sure. A little bit surprising, uh, but who was the other one? And then I don't remember who. I only remember that bacon. Was it Middle Feast? Middle Feast might have been Middle Feast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were was. kind of put on, you know, the bottom. So the interesting three thing notice. was so Mexican won the five hundred dollars, and like, but uh, the Texas team actually got first place with fifteen hundred in sales with no nothing from the prize. So that was very impressive showing by oh, Texas. Yeah. They showed up and went. Yeah, they put down. Yeah, uh, and I, I like. Yeah. The only thing that, like, one of the things I wish this show did better, like, I wish that at the end of it, like, they had the breakdown of, like, what everything was. It's, like, what was their food cost? Like, how much did they sell? Like, what was their, like, it'd be interesting to see where all the money went. Like, I don't know. If, and, if, like, and like yeah. I know it's hard because it's all cash, but it'd be interesting to see where the money went. I actually don't think it would be that hard. I just think it's part of the show. And, like sort of at the end it's like it's not clear who's doing like how well they're doing and so it's kind of like no, like but after can't tell. yeah I'm i don't know. like like yeah. like like at the end of the episode like i want to see like is there announcing the results i want to see like you know chatty chicken like here's their expenses here's what you sold food, yeah. here's you your profit five hundred dollars on oil you didn't use you're done yeah <laughs> oh yeah you need that second screen experience where they're showing you you know the oh yeah the breakdown on the on the second I, screen I need, that, I need that extra info yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really the end of episode one. Uh, yeah. Tyler uh, asks for the keys and then sends them on out of there. You got Back to Tennessee. He also kind of sets it up, and I don't know that these people actually drive all the way home, but he sets it up that, like, all right, give me the, the keys to your food truck and get ready for the long drive home and, like, sends them home in the branded car. Do they get to keep the branded car? No, I think they make them drive home and then they take the car away. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, but, like, what they if definitely teed up that way. That's their car. And they're like, give us your car. We're going to brand it. And when you leave, you take your branded car with That'd you. That would be hilarious. Oh, I wonder if it, because they definitely showed up in cars that were maybe not that different from the cars that were branded. I think it might have been. That's interesting. I, That's a whole new like, twist. I don't know, dude. The cars, like, it was interesting to me. Like, they're all like new cars. And they're different cars. Right. It's not like they all have the same Are they car. Really? Yeah, some yeah. Some like, were SUV. some were Kia. Like, it was yeah. definitely different. So how those Texas people not in like some kind of giant truck? Because because you got to tow it behind the food truck. I don't know. No, they no, drive it. They, they drive both cars. They convoy. Do they convoy? They convoy. It? Oh man, we saw them convoy for sure. Yeah, and so yeah, I, I feel I like that's part of the Texas trucks like marketing is like this big ass four by four truck from Texas with like a giant Texas flag hanging out the back. Could be, yeah, but it's not. It's just like a SUV. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm down on this Curious. idea that you have to bring your own car and then they and then you drive it. home in it <laughs> and then you drive home in it so and you wait, can repaint they take it if the you branding want. off like now no. that you lost the food truck you race. have to deal with it that's your <laughs> problem you can keep it you can get rid of it you have so to live can, with your mistakes maybe that's you have why, to live with that chatty chicken yeah <laughs> car wrap but maybe that's why like every time somebody gets kicked off they're like this isn't the last you've seen of us because like we've already got that branded <laughs> car <laughs> already got the car just need to get a new truck that would have been great <laughs> if one of the teams from LA had lost the first week like gotta take that big drive 20 minutes Street, yeah. Oh man, but but hometown advantage did come in handy there. I mean, they were calling their friends and family, and they were all coming out. Yeah, no, I think that definitely played a factor. Like both the Venice Beach people and the Mexican 
uh, team had uh, people they knew sort of helping them out with various Definitely things. another interesting aspect of this show versus a lot of similar shows. All the teams have cell phones that they can call people with, that they can tweet with. And research stuff, map Research stuff, things. Everything. They can find businesses and call them and arrange a parking spot. Like they, they have full use of like phone and internet, which is kind of nice. Which I feel like also makes it feel pretty real, it, right? It feels like, more realistic. Hey, I'm trying yeah. to run this truck. I'm, I'm working on a Saturday. I'm waking up. I'm calling some businesses. I'm trying to work out a deal. For Where sure. Where can I post up? You know, kind of thing. Yeah, and, and 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 it's that same thing with like a hey, like hey, they give you money, you can pick what to spend it on. If you want to pay some dude for a parking spot in front of their bar, you can do that. Like, exactly. it's kind of interesting. They're not taking away their cell phones and sending them to club night. <laughs> no, oh man. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's transition to episode two. Episode dose. So number dose, we got seventeen at this point. Yeah, uh, and we're Tucson, on location now, Arizona. Tucson. Yeah. Where it's and nice not. This episode's all about marketing. Yes. <laughs> trying to get your marketing going. So it starts with so what does not Tyler teach give all the teams? giving them flags, branded flags for their uh, different food trucks. And they're very excited. And a certain stipulation on the money. Yes, yeah, so they get 300 but they have to spend 100 of that on marketing. And they get to decide. Oh, these teams have very different ideas of what marketing <laughs> is. They're all over the map. It's great. I feel like we should break down some of the marketing strategies here. Should we jump right to our favorite one? Oh, or? yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We're jumping right in now. Mine, I, mean, mine, I mean, it's the best one. So, so Middle Feast, <laughs> to seize a, one of those guys on the side of the street who's just waving around a sign, like spinning it the and throwing the air and stuff. Yeah. And they shout out the window, how much does it cost to hire you? And he says thirty dollars an hour, <laughs> <laughs> and then they just they're just like thumbs up. Let's do this thing. Well, and like, then hey, we'll call you. Then he's there the whole weekend. <laughs> it's so good. Did they pay him like nine hundred dollars, or did they negotiate a deal on his rate? I bet what? they just they gave, gave him the hundred. And then I think that the guy was just excited about the situation and wanted to keep being on TV and just kept hanging out. That's oh, what yeah. it seems like. And this guy is quite the character. Yeah. Like, I don't really know how to describe, like, to I describe this guy. I would say that he's on brand for the Middle Feast truck, necessarily. <laughs> so the Middle Feast truck uh, is like this blue truck. Blue and white is kind of the colors. You know, Middle Eastern vibe. And this guy is some kind of, I don't, like, desert-looking guy. <laughs> I don't know how to... He's like, he he's, his skin is a little weathered and, and sun-beaten. He, like, he's he, been in the sun a little bit. He definitely should have been on the bacon truck. Oh, oh yeah. yeah he was on brand for the bacon truck he and he's wearing like all red yeah and he's flipping the sign around the best part is when he shows up with the sign that's just the sign from like the furniture store that he works at <laughs> with like a, a, a middle feast like thing taped onto it with a piece like, of cardboard it's a piece, piece of, of cardboard, cardboard with a marker <laughs> it's so good man when i saw that sign i'm like now this guy just like he already kind of looked a little homeless, but now he definitely looks homeless. <laughs> like he's got this cardboard sign. It's like, oh my man, this can't be good. Did not say that it was an effective marketing strategy for them. But the other food trucks, like, hey, do you guys see the middle feast truck? They got this sign twirling out. We got to do something. We got to get out there. I'm like, you're worried about that guy? <laughs> it's gonna scare people off. It's yeah. I mean, it didn't. I didn't see a lot of marketing strategies out there. The exception of a couple that like really did very much like they were just kind of like the the graduate guys i don't exactly know what their concept they went was to like a party it's, it's at some point store. they go to like a party city no, i know what their idea was they're like we're gourmet grads we gotta do like a dorm themed thing yeah so we're gonna get 
party stuff we're gonna dye our hair we're gonna get some sort of like fake beer pong thing going yeah that's the whole thing so they just bought all this party stuff and didn't do any of that. yeah so they bought they bought this like is like green hairspray they bought these green mardi gras beads they're gonna play some beer pong in the parking lot they never set the beer pong up like there was some kid that sprayed the 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 green, green hairspray in that one guy's hair and that was about it we that was about it with their marketing strategy which I don't really think we saw them use any, aside from this little bit of hair paint. Yeah. I don't think we saw them use any of this stuff. No. They're, they occasionally used, they brought these little like megaphone things to put over your mouth and they <laughs> occasionally were shouting out of those a little bit. Right. That was it. Not, not great. That was, that was a kind of a flop. Oh man. So who had some good marketing strategies? So someone called the local news, right? Who did mm-hmm. that? That was the Italian truck. That was a good move. Sorry, Italian? not Italian. Mexican truck. <laughs> okay. The Mexican truck. Those colors, those three colors, yeah, sometimes get flipped around. They really gotcha. Yeah, the, yeah. The uh, Mexican truck called the news, though. Right. So they called yeah. like the like the local radio station or something. I think just the news. Oh, I think it was news. local TV news. And oh, nice. Like, which seems like a great strategy because if you're rolling into town with all these food trucks and the Food Network, like. You're going to be able to get some coverage of that for sure. Right. I think they just told him like straight up. like, hey, we're doing this food truck competition on the like, food channel. You should come out and tell send everyone somebody. about it. Like, like, hey, send a send a camera crew. Right. Bacon uh, team reached out to food blogs that were big on bacon in the area and just let them know like, hey, bacon, send it. Sent up the bacon army our way. It w- and they had a big line. It's yeah. not clear how them or the people that called the news spent that hundred bucks on the marketing. Well, they might have just paid for the ad spot or something. I don't know. It's yeah, unclear. Maybe. It's unclear. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, also, the the other one is unclear. I think it was the military moms that, that basically one didn't did seem unclear to me. Like they basically did some kind of Twitter thing where they're like, "Hey, come down to the food truck, take a photo of us. Take, like we'll take a photo with you, and if you post it on social media, we'll give you a dollar off your food. It's basically we'll give you a dollar if you post our photo on Instagram. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know if that counts towards the hundred. So, so one thing that, I'm yeah, not clear. sure if it counts towards that was. A lot of these people were pairing up with local establishments, whether mm-hmm. it's bars or like, I think the big guys are outside a Dairy Queen or something. I don't know if there was some like paying 50 bucks to get that yeah. space or something like that. That's certainly... Because the moms were at some sort of veterans thing. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. It and so I don't, it's like, I don't know if that was like some financial reason to use that space. It, it, like, it seemed like to me that they just paid 100 people to post an Instagram photo is what it seems like. Might have been. Might like, have been. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And then, what did our California friends do? So California friends saw the guy with the spinning sign <laughs> and they're like, let's improve on this idea. <clears throat> and one of the ladies took her shirt off, just had a bikini top underneath and was just walking around in her bikini all day long just waving that just waving that flag. flag they had a little they tried to set up like a little beach things had a little like fake waiting pool set up and she's just hanging out by the fake pool and seemed to be a pretty effective marketing <laughs> strategy that seemed to be it. it worked it worked very well it worked very well there's a reason why when you walk around at like all these trade shows that they have all these ladies trying to wave you into these booths to look at stuff because gets the attention. That's yeah, that's, that's 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 it. So I mean, I got you gotta give them credit. They 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 used what they had and it worked well. Yeah, uh, it's a, it a good strategy overall. Gourmet grads. No like, one, no 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 one, 
no one forced her to do it. She seemed very enthusiastic about doing that, which I think is important. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was very yeah. willing. Yeah, 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 for sure. I like when the gourmet grads are just like, yeah, if we had some girls on our team, we'd do the same thing. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I think the bacon dude said the same thing. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's hard to compete with like with that going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like this bigger dude that's like, uh. <laughs> I think even the sign twirler was like, oh, I don't I don't know if I can be with that. I feel <laughs> like one of those bacon dudes should have just taken their shirt off and got out there next to her and just been doing the bacon thing. I think they would have gotten some people. Actually. Oh, yeah. Just like embrace it. Yeah. What did, what did the Texas people do on this? I can't really recall that one. I don't know. I don't like, remember either. Nothing really stands nothing out. Nothing that like, memorable. I, they just, I don't remember them buying anything. I think they just pulling giant lines all day, and that's about it. They, they just were. execute. Yeah. That's that's definitely, like, part of the show is, like, don't get too distracted by the side stuff, or else you're not going to do what's important and actually sell some damn food. Like, right. yeah. So then there were a couple of uh, Tyler challenges in this one. So the first one was they have their, like, three dishes that are sort of part of their theme. Then he tells them... They now need to also sell. Was it a Sonoma dog? Sonora. Sonora. Sonora dog. Yeah, Sonora yeah. dog. And yeah. they're like, just ask anyone on the street. And like, what what's it is? that? And he's like, ask anyone. So of course, Middle Feast asked the sign twirler. <laughs> <laughs> There's a screenshot of the sign twirler explaining it to them. Local Tucson expert. <laughs> yeah. It was basically a hot dog wrapped in bacon with like five or six different kind like, of toppings on. Tons bunch of, of nonsense on, on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so Middle Feast is real at a disadvantage because they're all <laughs> kosher. Now they got A, a hot dog, B, wrapped in bacon. Yeah. And there's, and like, I actually was like, they, they, they basically were like, we got to do what we got to do. But then they kind of tried to put the, like a little flare with like the toppings and stuff they it's put on like it. like the tzatziki sauce or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It actually looked pretty good. It did look the, pretty the good. In there. Yeah. The team that really went all out was Team California was like, we're all about healthy food. This is not our brand. So like they get turkey dogs, they put kale on it. They do all these kind of things to kind of try to make it little different and it seemed to work pretty well for them mm-hmm. yeah and i mean did. in fact they won the cooking challenge they for that did thing, they which did. is crazy which was just if you sold the most hot dogs yeah it was again five two one for first second third yeah who had that like shitty looking like very plain baked like hot dog wrapped in bacon with some cheese whiz on it that would be the gourmet grads man i and i think i made the same comment during the show i'm like that doesn't look very gourmet. It looks like they poured a bunch of nacho cheese on it. <laughs> <laughs> like it looked, hey, it looked, it was tiny. It was like, it looked like a, just a little puny hot dog. It wasn't even like a good size hot dog or anything. And just like a plain bun, a piece of bacon twirled around it. And then just like movie theater brand nacho cheese just dripped over it. Hey man, like I'm never going to complain about like a chili cheese dog or something like that. I'm, totally, no I'm totally cool with it. They yeah. got they 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 got to they got to they got to tie it together. Just bacon and cheese. It's like, like you got to put a little effort into this thing. Yeah. I feel like, and that was dropping the ball. So then the the Mexican team was really having st- was struggling to like be like, oh, come have some huevos rancheros or this hot dog. Yeah, like it was so didn't make a lot of sense for their. As truck. you were sort of describing, they made the decision of stop trying to sell the hot dog. Like we've got these good. hot dogs. It's on the menu, but just try to sell the Mexican food because that's all we're good at <laughs> they knew they weren't gonna win the hot dog challenge and they walked away from it quick yeah which, which i smart. think was smart like if you're not gonna come in top third there's no advantage just really selling more. totally yeah so in retrospect like them or like middle feast could have been like we're just gonna not spend any money on hot dogs not do it and just be like we're not mm. gonna sell it and take the l on that right yeah like did they yeah. have to buy some hot dog stuff mm. i'm not sure whether or not they had to buy it i mean like i've I, I have certainly seen teams completely opt out of these challenges before, and Tyler usually gives them some shit for it, 
but like that's that's about all that happens you know it didn't seem like tyler gave the mexican people any shit for this one well because they actually they tried it they actually gave it a try but like like sometimes when the teams just really don't try when they're just like we're not gonna do that we're selling a shit ton of food already right sometimes tyler gives them a hard time about it and it it didn't happen in the other these two episodes but like sometimes like he'll have restrictions on the ingredients or like say things like hey like whatever you have on the truck you can't go back to the store stuff like that so like there's other like sometimes balls will kind of throw at you sometimes they might like force it by being like hey this is the only thing you can sell right now like i mean yeah so So, like something like you i I think you kind of don't want to just roll the dice totally and be like we're just not even gonna buy any hot dogs because he could just say like on day two (laughs) hey guys remember that hot dog thing that's all you're allowed to sell for the rest (laughs) of the thing and then you're just screwed you can't go shopping again right (laughs) so like there's some of that to like take into account too got it um i i do wonder though on the middle feast truck if having that bacon hot dog actually was an advantage for some of the folks that sort of roll up the truck and like oh what do you have and like maybe they were like looking for something a little different and so like them having this like one option was sort of like oh i've never seen that before or like not that they'd never seen it because it was the local dog but like i've never seen this like take on it yeah Yeah. no it's definitely possible that like it's you know it sort of seemed like the Mexican team had a lot of trouble with sort of the branding of it. But Middle Feast, it seemed like they were kind of like, oh, yeah, I'd buy this thing. And then people were trying, like, oh, this is a great yeah. version yeah. of this. Yeah, so. I think somebody said it's the best hot dog they've ever had or something. <laughs> like, man, that's amazing that a kosher truck gave you the best bacon hot dog you've ever had. Right. <laughs> it's shock, shock, shock. Team Bacon really dropped the ball on this. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did they not win this competition? They didn't even place. No. Insane. Yeah. So, I, I don't think they're long for the great food truck. I don't place. think so either. Yeah. So uh, what was the, was there another challenge? Yeah, the other challenge was they were sort of at their spot. <laughs> where it was then they had to go to this folk festival mm. and they were basically going to line up <laughs> seven in a row and be at the folk festival. And so they're just all competing side by side. And so the, the sign twirlers the, there, the, the bikini, bikini girl. <laughs> girls there and 20,000 folk music fans. Yeah. And then at one point, the gourmet grads just decide to take a break, and they're just wandering around, and no one's at their food truck, <laughs> and everyone else can't believe it. Like, what are they doing? Why are they not like at their truck? The it decisions was- that that team makes over and over again are just astounding. Well, and like they teed it up like we're gonna go scope out the competition, and you're like, okay, and then do what? Just a- send and then- one person to look at what people are doing. Yeah. if you need to do that. I really like I really don't know it, like that was a lapse. It really seemed like they were like they made so much more money the second weekend than the first weekend that they're like, Oh, we're doing so much better that they didn't factor in everybody was doing so much better. Oh yeah, there's like, like man, we did way better than last week. <laughs> yeah. That like and like it's true, like every team sold way more this week, but like they seem to just be like, Oh, we're doing so much better than last week, we're good. There's no way we're in last place. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and then the other challenge was Tyler tells them they gotta go in an hour and do a jingle in front of the whole folk festival to try to convince people to come to their food truck. Yeah, and I think he's like, "Hey, you got thirty minutes to write this jingle, and then you're on stage." Yeah, and like some of these people are kind of embracing it, and yeah. some are very <laughs> shitty at this whole ordeal. <laughs> Team yeah. Bacon did write an actual jingle, so give them credit for that. Yep, and, and the Texas people. The Texas people. Not as, I think bacon people, like, 
Do yeah. we agree that they won that competition? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they actually down. wrote a jingle. Like, 90% of the teams didn't write a jingle at all. Yeah. Right. Well, just, I think all of the other ones didn't. Like, the Texas one tried, but it wasn't like... This one was kind of a jingle. A yeah, little bit. it was but like some lyrics. Big was the one that was like a legit actual jingle. Agreed. I think my favorite part is when the military moms do that kind of military chant one and then the middle feast truck doesn't know what to do so they just copy the same tune for theirs like immediately after <laughs> it was so ridiculous it was pretty good i just like make any sense for their truck team california really just stuck with the bikini as their centerpiece on their yeah they just came on stage with the bikini girl and then the other two holding the flag waving right. around with sunglasses if it ain't broke don't fix it and they just did their chant they just did like the the what is it fried fish, fish taco fish taco fried yeah. avo <laughs> fish taco fried avo and they're just yelling about this and everyone's like where's the jingle <laughs> Where's the jingle indeed? Oh, man. I love the, what the producers like kind of just made it look like they fell on their face. Too. It was just like, you guys did nothing here. <laughs> what are you doing? Got to know your uh, audience. So they definitely flopped that, which I, I don't like, know if there was a real penalty aside from like the people didn't maybe go to their truck. That's the thing. Like a bad but memorable one is probably better than a just kind of yeah. fine, unmemorable. Yeah, one. it's just it's a promotional opportunity on stage. You can get on stage and basically do whatever you want no one's checking to make sure you did a jingle right like, you get on stage just take a dump on the stage walk <laughs> off and be like, i gotta check out this food truck what's going on <laughs> is that your reaction to somebody's taking a no, shit on the stage i'm saying hypothetically <laughs> hypothetically rob gets very excited by <laughs> food truck guy taking a shit on stage. hey man Not me just means, two sides. just means he's been eating a lot of the food it must be good food <laughs> Shots fired. You're just trying to burn Tucson now. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Oh yeah. So the jingles happen, and that's about what you think it is. Where (laughs) they're mostly terrible, and And then then they sell some more food. They sell some more food, and then we get one more bad decision by the the gourmet (laughs) grads who are like, "We've sold enough. Let's just get out of here." Let's just pack it in. And they just leave early. Oh my god! What did they? Why? How? Why would that ever happen? Like you don't stop until they tell you to stop, or you run out of food, and right. that's it. Like, and I think a lot of the other trucks, like they were the first to leave for sure. But I think a lot of the other trucks started packing up too. Like, oh, it's getting dead. Like whatever. I'm thinking, like, where the hell are you? What else are you doing? Like, this is your whole thing right now. They definitely had some kind of cutoff time. Yeah, there's definitely like you can cook and you can't cook time. But then like the California people just keep like, hey, everyone else is leaving. There's some people here that seem to be having a good time. We're going to keep serving food until people don't want to buy anymore. also stayed pretty late. And they did too, yeah. yeah. And they looked like they were selling good. And, and California said that they sold out their hot dogs at right. the very end. So that was you know important for the church. I mean, you want to be there to catch people leaving a music festival. That's when you sell all the food. Right. They've been hanging out all day in a hot Arizona sun. And there was that one guy at the food truck who was definitely high ordering some food. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely happened. So I have the a, folk festival yeah. helps that. <laughs> so I have a question on this, too, uh, which is the beverage situation. Yeah. So they were all really, like, focused on food and pretty much food only. I don't think there was any mention of beverage. Mm. There's not a lot um, of discussion of beverage, but you can definitely sell beverages. I'm, and I remember in last season, there was definitely some beverages being offered... Like I remember some like sweet teas being made, some lemonades and stuff. Some of the smart trucks make like a big cooler, cheap, cheap, cheap cooler thing full of like lemonade or iced tea or something and just sell it. Right. And it seemed that there was no beverages being sold in these trucks. Yeah, we didn't see it and they didn't mention it for yeah. sure. And so my question is, on top of that, can you like sell some alcoholic drinks on this thing? I'm sure they don't have a liquor license, so probably not. Mm, yeah. You're right. 
I think the liquor license thing is a problem. But like, yeah, are there any food trucks that sell? They just, they just don't. Have, liquor licenses are also state by state. There's you're not. Oh, they definitely okay. can't do that. That's definitely yeah. just a non thing here. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking about that. I was like, why aren't you just like selling some beer combos or something? Like, if, right. especially like, the gourmet guys, the college guys. <laughs> college guys. Like, you just be chucking cheap beers off of that. And get a bunch of soda and just be selling like sodas. Yeah, for sure. A big markup. Like, you know, that, that wouldn't be hard to do. Yeah. Right. But uh, they I didn't show it, but I don't know if they weren't doing it or if they just, yeah. the editing just didn't it's show it. Right. It does seem like the lemonade or something like that. You just go get like a big thing of powdered mix and like make a huge thing of it. Yeah. And then mix it's it with like some water and good. Selling a big cup for five bucks a cup and it's like infinite margins. Right. Like, <laughs> especially in a place <laughs> where like it's hot. Basically. <laughs> yeah. It's water and powder. Right. I mean, well, you set your own prices and all this stuff exactly, too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is typically important too, like to set like appropriate prices that you'll sell, blah, blah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. What else uh, do we got to say about that one? All right. We just wrap up that uh, California Ooh, won the challenge yeah, California and they got it. the most money. But then Texas had second most money. But if you take away the 500 winning the challenge, Texas had most money again. Yeah, Texas so is looking Texas strong. Texas is looking real strong. California is looking pretty good. And then bottom... The Mexicans were three? No, they were like bottom three this time. Oh, they were. Because like, I, I think the whole hot dog thing really kind of threw them. Mm. But their decision to just sort of bail on that paid off because they, they were fifth. And then bottom two was Middle Feast and... Uh, Gourmet grads. <laughs> How can we forget the gourmet Obviously, because they went home. They sure did. And like, as like people are saying, like, yeah, you know, California team got like thirty two hundred dollars. They're like, what? They're like, How? oh That's shit, so much more. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit, we didn't even break two thousand. Like, maybe we shouldn't have like packed it in early, guys. Like, were those guys like just going back to the hotel drinking? Like, I'm very confused. I, did, I, I think so. I just don't think that they were like hungry enough. It's no. like yeah. it's like these dudes are just a bunch of like they're guys right out of college and they're getting this opportunity and like a lot of these other teams are like people have been busting their ass their whole life. Yeah, no. 100%. And like they finally have an opportunity to do something and like they're busting their ass in this thing. I think the gourmet grads also had the thing they're like we've gone to this fancy culinary school. We're like pros. We know what we're doing. Right. And they just don't know anything about the business side of it. For sure. And that they and they don't know that they don't know that. Yeah. Um like the food just has to be good enough to sell. Yeah, like it doesn't right. like you don't have to spend too much money on the food. And you don't have to be like arguing with each other a whole no. bunch it's like there's a hundred people standing in front of your truck serve the people i'm like, gonna close this window right now if this food's not up to quality yeah it's like, dude what, the whole competition is just to sell this shit why would you possibly close the doors yeah there's never a, yeah never a situation it's crazy they also proclaimed you'll hear from them again yeah they did man <laughs> haven't, i can't imagine america hasn't seen the last of the gourmet grads <laughs> I think they have. I think they have too. <laughs> Man, I want to know for like all of the other seasons has like any of those teams come back like after losing. I bet yeah. not. I bet not. Like that'd be something. So yeah. So Gourmet Grads out of there. Yep. Done. They're done. Done. So now we're down to six teams. Yeah. That season. Who you guys, uh, who do we like? Do we want to? Favorite's got to be We got to pick. Yeah. They look strong. Texas is strong. I think the California truck's pretty strong, too. California like they truck's know strong, doing. and they got that bikini. Although... <laughs> they got that bikini. <laughs> that bikini is Team Texas, though, has some, has, uh, you know, some quality in that department as well. Yeah, it's true. I definitely think it's advantageous that the next destination for episode three is Austin, Texas. Texas is going to destroy Austin, Texas. If Texas goes home and the Austin stop, like... 
It's just an embarrassment. They're never going to be able to live it down. They should have to like move out of Texas. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like there should be a serious punishment if you... Although like, th- there was an amazing thing the next time on where they're going to make them swap food trucks with other people <laughs> and they put Middle Feast in the bacon truck. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> you guys thought it was bad last time? We have to operate the whole bacon truck today. Oh, man. Oh, Who do you think is going to have to do the Texas truck? California? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So I guess bacon middle feast swap. And so there's, there's four left to pair up. So you got California, Texas, mom, military moms, Mexican and Mexicans. And the Mexicans do the tech. I think Mexicans do the Texas truck. I think that's, that, I think that'd that's be, the that'd play. Be, that'd be good. And then moms in California swap. I think that's, that's pretty good. That'd be pretty good. But like if you're operating the mom's truck, like, what like I don't even know what their signature stuff really is. So it's I think that it's like like it seemed like it's like you have to execute their menu because like they already have all the ingredients and have done all the prep. So then you have to just go and execute the menu that they already have. Is what it seems like. Yeah, so you got to sell the mom's thing, but like that's gonna be hard to pitch because like the whole thing is yeah we're military. Oh yeah. Like, well, we're not really. We're just we're doing just their using, truck. We're, we're, we're just we're, a bunch of beach guys. We're just profiting off this idea of military moms right Ooh. now. We're just a bunch of surf kids. Yeah. Out from California. <laughs> Never been to to war. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely against that that brand a lot. You know. Um, that'll be yeah. It's interesting. Huh. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I do like the the Mexican family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I they feel got a like lot of heart. They got a lot of they got a lot of spirit. Um, and like, I think what would be interesting on that one is whether they can broaden beyond just Mexican cuisine. Like, so like the second like some crazy challenge comes in, we're like, hey, you can only use spam or something crazy, right? Um, like that'll be yeah. interesting to see what they can do with that. So like they struggled with the hot dog thing. I think that is going to tri- trip them up at some point. Right? They can't like. It was, I think it was really impressed with the California people. The hot dog was not in their brand, and they managed to sort of make it work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have done some kind of Italian... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what am I what doing? doing? What, what am I doing today? They could have done some kind of Mexican twist on that hot dog, I think, though. Or Italian. Or Italian, either. even. <laughs> just change it up. Maybe you know? they should just become an Italian truck. <laughs> I, think that, I think that the branding speaks to Italian more than Mexican for me, for some reason. Those huevos rancheros. Those huevos rancheros. Yeah. Italy is famous for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go ratings on that or what? Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm, I'm curious of like, I feel like we've all been pretty positive about this show. What are, what are some of the things that are maybe not so positive? Uh, either things that have annoyed you or things that are like, eh, that's not so good. Like any, anything kind of stand out? I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the, the thing to me uh, is like from time to time I get annoyed by Tyler and sort of stepping in to like add a curveball, especially when it kind of sort of is, when like he'll sort of tee it up is like, Hey, I want you guys to just focus on today and like do this thing really well. But then like an hour later, he calls like, remember that thing I said? Well, forget that. Now we're only <laughs> going to use potatoes or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, sometimes he just does stuff like that. And it's not just him, right? It's the producers. And I feel like it sort of manipulates the show in a certain way that like, doesn't, it, it keeps it closer probably by design than like just having the team run away with it. Right. Um, that, that's, and you know I get it. It probably makes yeah. it for better TV, but yeah. it is, it is kind of frustrating. Like sometimes I'm like, hey, I just want to see the like California truck make some like whatever their stuff is. Yeah, like, stop trying to make them make this crazy I, other thing. I think that like the problem that happens if you don't have that stuff in there is that all the episodes get really samey. 
because it's just like you just go everywhere and you make the same food everywhere right. and there's a bunch there's a big line of people and like I, I think you need some of that stuff to like spice it up like he definitely like screws him over a bunch like in a bunch of situations though oh yeah uh, and like a couple happens. that stand out is like all right you can't go shopping again or like you could only use this local ingredient or what the local ingredients kind of an interesting the, one but yeah like like i i like when they give them challenges that they can plan for right and that it isn't just like a oh i know you had a plan but throw it out the window and now do this thing right like there there is there is one where it's just like okay we're gonna give you like you know whatever seed money and you have to do all your shopping for the whole weekend like in the first trip like you can right. never go shopping again so make sure that you buy the right amount of food right? and then three hours later he calls you and he's like oh yeah guess what you have to change your menu <laughs> and you're like what do you mean we just, just plan and like yeah i agree like that's what kind of pisses you off sometimes you're like hey this team was really diligent like they they ran the numbers and like they got all the right amount of stuff and then you just like took their plan and flipped it upside down for no I, real reason i think that like that part of the reason why i don't have as big of a problem with it though is that I don't think that teams go home a lot because of that stuff. Like it, it seems like the teams that are have a good game plan or doing well or serving their food tend to come out on top either way. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. I, I I'm not sure that it changes like the outcome of it that much. I no, that's fair. And like in the two episodes we saw, I didn't feel like the challenges really changed that much. But what was going on? Yeah. Like, so I mean, like like. <laughs> The prize money is like you know five hundred bucks if you get for like prize money is meaningful, but it's not going to win you the like the, the challenge necessarily. Right, no, that's true. Like they're also they didn't do the challenge in this one where uh, it's sort of like a time element, which I, I do kind of like that one, which maybe is worth talking about. So like in the in the previous season, season four, there's uh, like several episodes where they'll have to like basically sell so many of a certain specialty dish, and then like once they're done selling, uh, they have to basically race to like some point and get like a totem or something. Oh, it's and a like, legit race. Right. And like first team there gets the $500 and the totem or a special thing. Second place, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it's pretty interesting watching like teams try to like struggle, to like find a spot set up, sell as quickly as they can, like a certain amount of things, then book it and like get to the thing and start running up a thing. Like it's kind of fun to watch that. Oh, that is um, and, and interesting too, because like you, do you focus on the strategy? Like, cause at the end of it, it's still about how much did you sell right in your till. Uh, so like, do you just try to sell that X and like leave, or do you try to sell like everything? Like, there's some interesting strategies isn't that come out of that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's, it's kind of a cool twist that we didn't get to see uh, in these two. So I'm gonna say something about this show that sounds like it's not a compliment, but I'm gonna turn it into a compliment. Is that <laughs> it? Kind of reminded me of The Apprentice a little bit <laughs> in terms of like you're really seeing there's a skill to it. But there's also like just seeing like the mechanics of how you figure out a business and mm-hmm. what sort of strategy you have, and like. The first season of The Apprentice way back when was actually kind of good about that. Though. Yeah. And then it just became like doing dumb commercials every week mm-hmm. and it, was, it wasn't as good anymore. Yeah. And then it became Celebrity Apprentice and even worse. <laughs> but, you know, I, I did kind of like that the sort of business aspect to it was pretty sort of front and center and that it, like we said, you know, just making the best food isn't necessarily what you need to do to win, but it's yeah. an important part of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Harris, anything that you don't like about the show? Um, I mean, not really that we haven't already talked about. I mean, I think like, and it's a very watchable show. All right, There's let's a lot of good things going for it. We dip on into ratings then. You yeah, want to start we us can off? do the ratings. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a top sh- top third show for me. I if 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 I'm forced to go with the James scale, I think it's gonna be a two. Maybe it'd be a middle of the top. Two, okay. Middle of the top. Uh, I like it a lot, and I it'll echo some of what Rob said. Like, I I like the focus on like you know 
ru- like running this business and kind of kind of peeling back the curtain a little bit on what it takes to run like to run a food truck and i just kind of like the like the nature of the like you know do whatever it takes to make more money than the other trucks and like that's the game you know and it's just it's cool like it, it, it leaves it open to a lot of different strategies and ways of playing the game and it's just it's interesting cool rob how do you feel about it I'm giving it a top third. It was Another very one. entertaining show. And like, I saw that next time on and I'm like, I probably need to watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Okay. Well, I won't deviate. It is also a top third show for me. Oh man. Uh, as you might've noticed, I've watched a whole other whole season of the show. <laughs> and so I was very excited when we were going to watch this for the cast. Um, I think the show does a lot of things really well. It's moving. It's a 42 minute show without commercials. Not a lot of recapping. There's not a ton. There's you know, just the shows moving. Like and stuff's happening. There's oh, a yeah. lot of progression. Like the show, it's filmed over a weekend. So there's two full days of action happening. Usually lunch and dinner, both meals. They're shopping in the morning. Um, I love the business aspects of it. I like more so than anything else. Like what I feel like about the show too, that they do really well is like, kind of makes you appreciate food trucks and the things they're going through and things they're doing like from scoping out parking spots to working the deals um, to like just getting like ingredients and doing things in an efficient way. Um, it's sort of like, can almost even like, like, Oh yeah, that seems like something you could do. And then you kind of watch it and like, man, there's a lot going on with that food truck. I don't know, but like, I'm, I'm glad that food truck's there. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a lot of things the show does really well. Um, the host is, is pretty decent. Um, the people on the show, the way they, pre- they like present it, uh, you start it like the more you watch it, the more you get invested in the in the people on it, and you kind of like are interested to see like who's gonna actually come out on top. Um, and I feel like especially towards the end, like you really see these people wanting it, uh, especially after you've gone in like you know five six weeks of this thing. Uh, so for that, yeah, it's definitely top of the top. Like definitely would watch it again and recommend watching it. Totally, you get very invested in a competition like that, working as hard as those people do. Right. Like, well, the gourmet grads weren't working that hard. But <laughs> gourmet grads, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, and I, I think the other aspect of it that i like too is that it is a traveling show so like each week there's a new destination there's a new city it could be new, in your city twist. it could be in your city um there's several of these that go all around the country so it, it's kind of fun to see too yeah definitely cool yeah all right anybody else have anything else to say on this show it's the great food truck race great food truck race yeah. uh our yeah. Chris and Max gonna be mad we watched such a good show without them. Man, that's a great question. Good question. I hope they watch it. Is the big thing. <laughs> we gotta might. get them to watch it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do wonder, like, what would Chris hate on this show? Because <laughs> there would have to be something. Yeah. Because that's oh, just yeah. Chris's style. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I don't know. The like, obvious things aren't there. The obvious things aren't right. There. Like they don't do extensive recaps. They don't have a bunch of unnecessary drama. Like the drama there, you feel like it is legit drama when they're arguing. It's not like some dumb thing that you don't care about. They don't take away their cell phones. Yeah. They don't take, yeah, you're right. They don't do that. (laughs) They don't make them dress in 90s clothes. It's like, that's pretty good. (laughs) What if someone's food truck theme was 90s food trucks? And they're all dressed like Will Smith from Fresh Prince. No, 90s truck is a great idea for a new show. (laughs) Oh, no. It's just a bunch of 90s food trucks. I, that's not even a, like they, what? You, you sell. You sell gushers and just food from the 90s. Zima so like an ice cream, truck? crystal like Pepsi, crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Load it up. I don't know. And then, you know, Max would probably hate that. It's like too mainstream of a show. <laughs> it's not different enough. You know, that kind of stuff. It's in but English. I think he would enjoy the show. <laughs> it's in English. Yeah. There's, there's no subtitles. There's no podcast within the show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Love you guys. 
yeah the, yeah no like there's no of those like critiques really yeah i don't know I'm trying to think of something that uh yeah so yeah. speaking of great reality shows harrison what happened last night oh man oh big time this is big time uh last night was the final of the challenge james have you seen the final yet i did i watched it live wow that's pretty good i know i had to because i knew what was coming News up today coming up on the cast and i just wanted to see what the hell was going to happen in that show here's the thing about the final on the challenge it is very different from the whole rest of the show it uh, certainly is it's very very different from the whole rest of the show and it's completely just focused on like this physical challenge that they that they have to do some kind of multi-stage physical challenge that's timed uh i feel like this part of it is the fifth major sport part this yeah kind, like kind the of whole thing the fifth major the sport. whole thing is the fifth major sport <laughs> so the paula dickin and all of that the game that is the challenge <laughs> is the sport <laughs> okay okay but th- but this is certainly the most like, physical aspect of it right and it's and down to three guys and three girls down to three guys and three girls. who are not just on a permanent team right it's it's it, that was the thing i found really interesting. yeah so, so basically it was kind of fluid so like it, it different parts they would pair up with another person and some parts it was it was individual and it was and it was always timed basically right and individually timed if i exactly. understand right, right well yeah so like when they were doing certain legs of the race it, it would there would be like i noticed these banners that would say okay you know jordan's time started jordan's time is, is stopped right for things sure. like that when, they, when they're competing as pairs though the time for the pair both individuals just got got it yeah. okay um yeah. yeah i don't know where you want to start like do you want to break the whole thing down or just get some of the highlights i'm not sure if we need, need to break the whole thing down necessarily uh i do love there one are, dick over part there are, that happened there are this. a few things about it that i'd like to mention the first is tj lavin isn't even present for the final what in somehow the, what in the shit is Cruz? going on they go no I, so there's just no host they they go from cards like our pod today yeah yeah but no <laughs> because the difference there would be like i'd pull out my phone and would have like an audio clip of tcl with like a recorded message oh that would have been good and like we, we wouldn't have that, that for for this so thanks chris but <laughs> burn um so they travel yeah. from cartagena colombia to so, I mean, some other destination in south america and when they get there tj's not there and they just had this cell phone and TJ's just giving him like video messages about what to do in this final challenge. Maybe. I don't even, I think that's fucking bullshit. I think they're just holding up a phone because they never once show the screen on the phone. Sure. I mean, it's possible. I think it's, it's all possible. post. It's possible. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't I, know. TJ in those videos is wearing the same clothes that he was wearing in <laughs> Cartagena. So I assume they just shot these videos. But I, I, I don't know. Who knows? Man. Anyway. Anyways. So, so, TJ's not there. TJ's not there. And it doesn't make any sense to me. So like I I really want to know the reason behind it. Like I wonder if he had like visa troubles or if he had some other scheduling conflict that happened because there's just no real reason for him not to be there and his absence is noted. Oh, I think I have <laughs> like, an idea though. What if he's working on the next season that starts in like a couple of weeks? Dude, TJ is the, the TJ not the host of that season. He's not. No, it's 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 not Victor Cruz. Thank God. But it is Luda. Tell <laughs> me, it's Luda. It is the Miz. Damn it. From WWE. Luda would do amazing. Luda, what do you get? Luda off Fear Factor, as we previously said, which is terrible, and put him on this one. Yeah. What if they got the Tej from Are You the One? Oh yeah, that would so still Tej. Terrence. Oh, I have another suggestion. Yeah. Tyrese Gibson. Oh. 
who's think, about to not be in the fast movies anymore. So he's available is freeing up, <laughs> which I'm bummed about. I'm not being, and I don't know if that's official, but uh, do you know about this whole feud with him and the rock? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Really Rob, do you, you want to give our, our listeners a quick like elevator pitch on it? <laughs> yeah. So the elevator pitch is the rock and Jason Statham are making a spinoff fast movie centered on the rocks character Hobbs. And I guess also Jason Statham's fast character. Hopefully that's the baby's in that. Delay the release of the official Fast Nine yeah. because they got to film this one first. And Tyrese went off on The Rock that he's not all about the family as Fast is supposed to be, Oof. and has been trying to do this whole beef with The Rock. And The Rock's not really responding. Although <laughs> when The Rock announced the spinoff movie, he did say "Candy asses need not apply," which Great we hashtag. all think was uh, directed at Tyrese. Ooh, so is he now a candy ass? I believe he is. Oh, he's shit. officially a candy ass. Yeah, you don't want to be officially labeled a candy ass. No, it's not great. It's and, tough. And Tyrese like posted this old video of The Rock like trashing Tyrese's album or something, but it totally seemed like the kind of thing The Rock would do as a favor like as a joke to be like oh yeah i'm gonna like pretend to make fun of your album and we'll like put it on instagram and like hype it up and stuff so it's very strange by tyrese <laughs> for sure for sure and it definitely seems like it's gonna end with the fast field being like tyrese gonna be like it's him or me and we're like yeah we're gonna stick with the rock <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna go with the, the the movie star yeah no for sure for sure <laughs> Who, who's killing it yeah uh but yeah bummer so but tyrese though really should be on the is it the champs versus stars is the next one champs versus stars so there's no tj guaranteed no tj it's hosted by well so it, it's hosted by the miz i don't know if tj makes any kind of an appearance but i would guess not based on the the champs versus pros thing i can't then i really can't believe tj is not in this it didn't show. make any sense to me he's got to be in the <sighs> reunion show though gotta be tj never does the reunion show he's not in that either TJ never does the reunion show because TJ doesn't want to get TJ doesn't want to get involved with the drama of the people. He doesn't want to have to interrogate all these people about the drama. He's gonna let someone else do that dirty work. No, but he's the dirtiest player ever or something, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is the dirtiest player ever. <laughs> There's gotta be something like something's gotta happen in this. I like thing. I I what it seems like to me is like some kind of crazy conflict or situation came some up happened. that caused him not to be there because TJ is usually there for the finals. Isn't like it's a it's a usual okay. thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, it just seems I don't know. So it's super weird. So it's all TJ on this phone, and then and like, maybe not even on this phone. Maybe all in post. <laughs> maybe all in post. Exactly. And they basically just get to the these locations and have to do do a few challenges and normally need to go into the details and all of them. There's one where they have to haul a bunch of rocks to somewhere. There's one that's a puzzle one. Was there um, anything like the triangles from uh, Invasion? Uh, no one had as much of a trouble, as I- much trouble with the puzzles. Uh, uh, Derek? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Derek, Derek did, have, did have a bad time with the puzzles. This dude is fucking... Bad time is an understatement. He was useless. So He's like partnered up with like Camilla on one of them. And Kara on the other and one. And Kara on the other one. And they're both just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you gotta <laughs> do literally anything. And he's just, he can't do shit. Yeah. He's just standard like, I'm just trying not to get in your way. There's basically some kind of, it wasn't exactly Sudoku, but it was some Sudoku-like puzzle. And Derek looks at it and he just says, I'm not going to be any help. I'm horrible at this. And then Kara is just like, are you fucking kidding me? It has to do the whole puzzle herself. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable. And then same thing happened with him and Camilla. The time situation wasn't as bad on that one on that puzzle but yeah. it was 
Uh, just so insane. He's terrible at he's puzzles. He's bad at puzzles. But he, he's been really good at the physical aspects of this. Yeah. But Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we've, got, we've got Jordan, CT, Derek on the guy's side. And we've got... Tori, Camilla, Carmory on the girls' side. Pretty, pretty strong lineup. Very overall. strong lineup. Overall, pretty, pretty strong. Um, well, aside from Camilla, who had a meltdown on the climbing challenge. Yeah, Camilla seemed to have some kind of a height situation happen on this climbing challenge that yeah. they they basically had to like scale up this big rock wall kind of thing, and she basically froze in the middle of it and just sort of freaking out and crying and stuff. Uh, which is interesting. Well, I I definitely think that she has a heights thing. Because there's been some previous seasons where, like, I remember specifically there was this one, like, trivia challenge where, like, usually they do these trivia challenges, they, like, suspend you super high up over something and they drop you if you miss the question. And she was freaking out like this, kind of losing her mind on that. So I think she has a heights thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Did she go on any more racist tirades? No more racist tirades somehow. Somehow well, she, she restrained herself. That's a good sign. I'm going to, yeah, it's going to be interesting to that see. That reunion show. Dude, that's gonna, gonna it's be definitely gonna come up again. Oh, of course it's gonna come. They're <laughs> gonna play the clip. Is Tony's yeah. girlfriend gonna be at the reunion show? Oh my god, that'd be. <sighs> She's got to be in, at least in the crowd, right? Who I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine they're still together. Is this gonna be some kind of Jerry Springer shit here? In a oh, second? it's definitely gonna be that. So the run, of the final. Um, I guess most <coughs> most notable thing is um, for for the very end of it, like they go out to like some salt flat. And they all kind of basically get on some pla- some kind of fiberglass clear like kind of like sheet or something like piece of glass or fiberglass or something and they're laying on it basically holding on to this handle like it's like 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 a wakeboard like kind of handle wakeboard, wakeboard kind of handle laying in their stomach and it's all six of them getting dragged across this salt flat on their stomach behind I can't remember what kind of vehicle it was some, some kind, kind of truck of big or something truck or yeah, some kind of big truck or car. I mean, it was going. It looked like it was going. Pretty they were hauling ass. ass. They were hauling yeah. ass, and they're basically like, 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 um, as long as you stay on, then you're good. But if you let go, then you have to run the rest of the way. So that's right. like you have to hold on to the whole thing. Like they're going, and like they're hauling in this thing. And then at some point, there's like flamethrowers like shooting at them, like like trying to get them to let go of the thing. The flamethrowers looked a bit dangerous. Oh, they were definitely going through the flames. Also, wasn't obvious when you like chose your sled, but it seemed a lot. Like once you knew what was happening, if you're on the outside. The if you're on the outside, it's bad. On the outside, the flamethrowers are basically on both <laughs> the outside, just shooting right at you. And so, like the people on the outside, it was like right next to their faces, just giant fucking flames coming over. Yeah, very scary, intimidating. So uh, no one let go. Yeah, everyone made it to the but end. But then, yeah, I was very surprised. Everyone by that, made actually. it to the end. Everyone finished the race. Uh, and then we get to the last video message from TJ, and TJ says. We're not going to tell you who the winner is right now. You have to wait until the reunion show. So they're getting us all to watch again next week for the reunion show. Bitches. To, to, to see who won the final. Even CT was like, all right, well, I guess uh, are we walking back, guys, or are we getting out of here? And just yeah. like, they're just like, all right, good, good challenge, I guess. Kind of shook hands and like went off into the distance. It was, it's kind of interesting because as I was watching the final, I was trying to pay attention to how people were acting in their interviews to try and figure out who won it before it was over and i was i was i was, I was like i was like oh like i feel like jordan probably won it. he's acting like pretty cocky in these interviews and it just it turns out that none of them knew it anyway so yeah you know. so is there anything particularly dirty about the last episode there was there were a couple of dirty moves we so, have to talk about my favorite dirty move yeah so there were there were 
basically, I, I'm not sure if they called it a double cross. There was like like a couple opportunities like to double cross someone. There was thing. an actual double cross. Oh yeah, there also was a double cross with the with the blocks that you had to pull. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that they happened. had a, they had a double cross in the middle. So which was my favorite dirty yeah. one? We'll you want you want to explain that one? Uh, okay, sure, sure. So it, it's like I don't remember how many days this thing was, but it's like basically the days. end of one of the days. It's like, a multi day. It's yeah. a multi day thing. Sort of like okay, welcome to the double cross. Uh, and this is going to be some kind of dirty move. And so, you know, three guys, three girls are like, okay, uh, two guys and two girls are going to get to sleep in this awesome tent. Got nice warm blankets. It's going to be great. The other two, you're out sleeping on the rocks in the floor with nothing. And like in a cold desert night. And you're like, uh oh. And so they're like, okay. So like the guys go, I'm trying to remember who pulled the double cross. Did CT? Um, no. It? No, Jordan. Jordan pulled it. Jordan pulls yeah. the double cross and says, fuck you, Derek. You're sleeping on the floor. So he's like, all right, well, I guess that's happening. And then Tori, Tori? pulled it for the girls. Tori and, pulls and it put and Camilla sends on the floor Camilla to the floor. And Camilla is pissed. Not happy. It's like, I can't believe you. He's like, sorry, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so now they're all like in the in the tent. Just like, oh, it's so warm. This is the softest blanket <laughs> I've ever they, they, had. They have like nice mattresses and stuff in there. And, yeah. yeah. And like the legit the people on the outside are just like in their jacket and pants and like a fire and that's it sleep on the ground rocks and they're just trying to sleep and they're like clearly not having a good time and they're exhausted and they're and camilla's just getting pissed it's like oh there's mother and it was like it's part of the show like you gotta just go with it but it was great there's definitely like the sleep deprivation thing is like a thing in a bunch of these finals too like there will, there will often be some kind of challenge aspect with like the overnight part of it. So like, um, they've, they, they've, they've had it before where it's just like, okay, like you, like you have to stand on this log for the entire night. I'll see you in the morning. And then TJ just leaves and then like comes, <laughs> oh, comes back no. in the morning or really? That's yeah. Insane. Yeah. Or it'll be like, they, they had this one where it was like, they were, they were teamed up in pairs and like the team that had, so they, they, they always had to have one person like standing on this pedestal from the team. So it was kind of up to you to figure out how you want to rotate sleeping between you and the other person for standing on this thing. So there's always some kind of little, little sleep deprivation kind of thing too. It's interesting. But, uh, what, what wasn't a huge factor in this one, which one usually is, is some kind of eating challenge. So they did have a little bit of eating at the very beginning. So they had this thing where they had these kind of, they, they, they kind of look like they, they kind of look like those Polish horseshoe things that were like the golf balls that are tied to the strings, and they kind of like toss them pretty far, and like tie, like get it hooked around this thing. It looked reasonably hard. Like <laughs> it looked like the kind of thing like you could take a few throws, get used to it. It looked pretty hard. And, um, and, and it, what did they have to drink? Yeah, it was some kind of gross milk that had been like sitting in the sun all day or something. It was like like. For every time you threw it, you had to do like a shot of this milk. So like you could have seen how that one could have gone really bad, but most of the teams got it pretty quick and it didn't really get bad. But usually at the beginning of these challenges, or like maybe like after the first leg, they have to eat something horrible and insane, and then their stomachs are just killing them for the whole rest of the time. Right. That that wasn't really as and much of a factor. And they're having to like run everywhere, and yeah. like you're having to perform. For sure. Last thing you want is just some insane thing in your stomach. Yeah, like everyone's definitely like yakking and. Um, yeah, people throw up a lot. So, so yeah. um, who do you think won it? Uh, I think Jordan won it for the guys. I don't think so. Jordan had a big time performance. I think Derek like looked really good, 
But like, I think some of the penalties and some of the other stuff and like the puzzle stuff He's just gonna, killed him. Yeah, I th- but like in the physical stuff, he looked strong. Uh, but so yeah. Jordan's the guy with one hand, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's real impressive. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's and and like even 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 in that thing where like they had to hold on to like the wakeboard thing and like it would have been really advantageous to have two hands. Like he held on, no problem. And yeah, he did well. Yeah, so that was it's pretty impressive for sure. Um, and then on the girls' side, it was definitely less clear who is winning on that side i gotta um, think camilla uh, was hurting at least the way it was shot like with that her freezing yeah. up on a couple of those things camilla wasted a bunch of time um so camilla wasted a bunch of time Kara got dragged down by that Derek puzzle situation so i think that tori might kind of end up winning because of both of those things yeah like, tori I was, was making up remember, a bunch of time too i was trying to remember back to like the opening challenge on like the first thing when they like flew in off the planes <laughs> And I was trying to remember, like, who kind of won that leg of it. Yeah, so that was Jordan plus, I can't remember Tori who his partner well. was. Because, no, it wasn't Tori, I don't think. But it, it, uh, Jordan plus somebody, because they found, like, some more efficient path of, like, getting the rocks to their thing mm. than the other people did. So they kind of did better, I guess. Got it. But, yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so. I guess next week. Final. And, like, you know, it's. Very different, epi- like very different episode than like a normal challenge episode. There's not really is like any drama or poli- politicking or politicking or any of that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. It seemed like it was just all about the like the actual challenges. Yeah, thing. for sure. So anyway, you said TJ doesn't show up at the reunion. I wonder if he'll show up just to announce the winner. That's kind of because that's kind of what I'm thinking. They they but they'll have some other host to do the actual reunion stuff. Yeah, I like TJ's got to be there to at least award the prize money. Like he has to. They're not gonna let the Miz do that. That seems crazy. Do you think it's actually over, or there's gonna have to be some sort of dirty move to finish this thing out? Oh uh, well, it's like oh you won, but like you know maybe there's gonna be like that you could take all the money thing or like something, or you think it's like. It's over, like every, like boom, boom, boom. I like, I, I would, I don't think that they're gonna have something dirty, but I'm surprised that they're not going to because, I mean, <coughs> they've certainly had dirty stuff at the end of those seasons before. Like they had the the one, the one infamous one where Bananas takes all the money away from that other girl, um, right? So like they they've done it before. They 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 do show in the little preview for the reunion show that they kind of that, that they're going to do like a double cross kind of thing to reveal who the winner is i think mm. so i don't know what the actual like was actually gonna happen with that but we'll and see then, and then do we know for the champs versus stars the cast or is it sort of still dependent on like what happens here no i think we know the cast okay um, yeah, we talked about the cast the week we did dancing with the stars the, okay the only person on there the only person ah. who would eat, who it would be well the only person who'd be a question for is Tori because she hasn't won before so Tori's in the cast and that's a little bit of a giveaway oh I see I guess but I'm not sure because like they didn't know the winner of the season they the winner of the season like the winner of the season wasn't announced before they started right. shooting I that other like I just had like Corey was in champs versus stars and he's not a champ oh so, so maybe it's a little bit loose it's loose I think it's loose okay a little bit loose he's like champ of Drama, Paula Dickin, Paula, but like <laughs> then they should have just called it like like vets versus stars or something like that, right? And then they have to be a champ. That champs versus branding though is just oh so yeah, strong. so strong. That Victor Cruz branding. <laughs> oh man. Yep. So so yeah. So we're gonna find out next week at that reunion what happens. Um, one other thing that I did want to bring up is that after our viewing last night, we did discover that TJ Lavin has his own YouTube channel and YouTube series called 
Hanging with Laughs. And it is basically like an interview series where he just props his iPhone up like on a table and just like talk, just talks to like one of his buds basically. Uh, (laughs) And like somehow like most of these videos only have like two or 300 views on them, but it's, uh, it's, I don't know about that one. Variable quality on the videos. I would say so. Some were kind of funny. So is there, is there any more on the, on the challenge? No, I think there was, there was one commercial well, that I wanted to bring up. You posted something on the Facebook group. About the oh, challenge, I did. Probably I did. quickly reference. I did. Yeah. Uh, there that. is a which challenge finalist are you quiz that is that, that I think MTV made that is on our Facebook and Twitter. If you want to take it. And have you guys both you, done Harrison? this? I have. I have not shit. I need to do this. I turned out to be a CT, which I don't really know. <laughs> I th- this was a little bit of a dubious quiz. I think the questions. Well, it's, al- it's also only like which of you are out of CT Jordan? Which finalist Derek? are you? Right. Well, I could have got. I, I could have gotten, gotten one of the girls too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their judgments are. But uh, it definitely didn't ask me if I was a guy or a girl or not. So, but yeah, I, I got CT. And it didn't really explain why. It's or just like, like you're CT. Okay. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, we were able to tell from like, you know, like they're asking you like four things. You're like, oh, this one's a reference to this. You know, like that. that, that is the way you would make that quiz, like in a good way where it was referencing <laughs> things from the challenge, but it was mostly just like, it seemed like information that must have been about these people that I just didn't know. It's just like, it's like, what's your favorite state? Like, it's just like things like that that are like information probably about those people that just weren't really a part of the show though. Yeah. It wasn't like, do you like peanut butter or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rob, what were you? So it turns out I'm a racist. Oh, oh you're a Camilla. Boy. No. Camillinator Rob. <laughs> oh, boy. Whew. Man. Rough. Damn. Who'd have who'd thought that? Yeah, those personality profiles don't lie. It's just, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> Writing's on the wall now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I, I was curious watching the last episode. There was a lot of commercials for this new show. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! And so I don't. I can't. I can't even. I've seen multiple of commercials, and I still don't know what the hell this show's about. But the name of the show, and I think you guys know where I'm going, is Florabama. Oh, Florabama yes. Coast. So what in the hell is this? Like the Jersey Shore meets like the Panhandle in Bama. Is yeah, that like what I, I think this it's is? just people living on the Florida Alabama line on the Gulf right there. Huh. And uh And it's a reality show. Like it's an MTV reality it's like show. Jersey Shore. It's Jersey Shore. It's like Siesta Key was bringing back that the other hills. show. Yeah. Shit. What I was think we have to watch this thing, right? Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach. Yeah. And now they're trying to bring back Jersey Shore, but it's all Florida theme now, so it's Florida it's like Siesta Coast. Key didn't pan out or what happened? Siesta no. Key's coming back. Siesta Key's a different kind of show than this. Siesta Key is like Laguna Beach. This is like oh right, this is like, actual this is like this Jersey is Shore, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's also in this in the style of the show too. Is one hundred Ask Gary involved with this <laughs> new show? <laughs> <laughs> only an advisory capacity. No money in this one. Man, it looked like I couldn't even understand what's going on because it all just looked insane the whole time. It was just like insane parties, insane drunk people doing insane redneck things yeah james are we doing another mtv show james i think we have to here's the thing is like (laughs) a lot of these mtv shows are ending up in these top buckets overall (laughs) 90s house that one did not 90s house was a bit of a misstep i would say does 90s house here's a question does it 
and we don't have a full quorum here to really decide. But does it? Does MDV need to go into penalty box for a hot second here? It might for a little with ninety cells because that one, like, there's at least got to be a warning. That I, was some shit. I, we got to stop doing an MTV show every three weeks. Oh we, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. We did have that. Have that. Siesta Key 90s house one two punch. Oh man, oh, are you the one in the middle? <laughs> That's true. Are, are you the ones? Dude, yeah. Are you the ones in my top third now? Oh man, that show's pretty good. That's what I'm I've saying. Been there's it. Like, there's a lot of shit they have. Yeah, but then don't, there's also like a couple of these. Don't forget, bangers. we also had Fear Factor in there too. Fear Factor. Did we do Teen Mom yet? Like, Not yet. Oh man, Teen Mom too. <laughs> what about Teen Mum? Oh man, there's so many. I can't. Of these. I can't like. So I, I, I had not been following the Teen Mom phenomenon very close. And I've recently learned like that Teen Mom 2 is just, it, they have like Teen Mom 2 season nine. It's and not it's the just, second season. No, it's not it's the second season. Show. Yeah, it's just the second time they did it, but the ninth season of that. Well, no, it's, it's like, it's like my understanding of Teen Mom 2 is it's the like, you know, months or years later yeah, yeah, after yeah. being pregnant. So like Teen Mom 1 is all about like, they're finding out they're pregnant, they're having the baby. Teen no, 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 like no, no. They're, they're, it, they're like, the no, child's no, six no. months old. It is. That's not the case? It's it's different, That it's different sets of people. So so Teen Mom 1 has, you know, a set of whatever, like five or six Teen Moms. And then season oh. one, two, three, four, five follows that set of Teen Moms for all the seasons. Teen Mom 2 is a totally different set of moms and it follows those people up through the years. So is it like a Teen Mom 3? It's like it's like it's like the it's like the boyhood of, of reality shows. This is <laughs> oh God. This is too much. This is too much. Well, add it to the queue. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Oh yeah. yeah, and then we got Million Dollar RV is our follow up to uh, the last one. We tiny did. House, Tiny, tiny House. Tiny House Hunters. I I feel like and I forgot to bring this up last week, but Tiny House Hunters reminds me of Ice Lake Rebels. I was going to say that too. And I and, totally forgot about and it. And especially when the uh, the commodes the one that <laughs> the girl had like her best friend there like looking at because there was that one girl who was going to do the isolate thing like with her best friend is like an adventure that totally reminded me of that yep totally so that one slipped off my uh my radar yeah but uh isolate it rebels. really reminded me of it man um yeah does anyone have anything else that uh they're, they're watching hot now anything I else to bring up <laughs> My wife's been out of town. I'm buying everything. So I've not been watching Are You the One? I've not been watching Stranger Things. What? So got a lot Man. of got a lot of shows to watch when she's back this weekend. Oh, okay. So next week we'll have a great update. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be watching Stranger Things. We'll there you see. go. There you go. Harrison? Stranger Things two is so good. Is it? Yeah. How many episodes are you in? Unlike Teen Mom Two, Stranger Things Two is the same group of kids as the first one. And it's good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Are you done? I'm done. Yeah, oh. I finished it up. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy very enjoyable season. Endorsement. Yeah, I liked it. All right. All right. Uh I don't really have anything else specific. So okay. if no one's got anything, uh I think I'll I'll take a stab at this, but uh Go you know, it. we're uh who put this on at Facebook.com. Okay. Email <laughs> that us. Was, that, was, at that was pretty close. <laughs> who put this on at gmail.com. That that one's right. That one's right. Twitter at who put this on. Twitter.com slash who put this on. <laughs> Facebook.com slash who put this on. And iTunes where we could use some ratings and some love and support from you guys. That would be great. Any suggestions, email us, write us, ping us, fax us, call us. Fax us know, might be tough. Just whatever. We'll, uh, we'll make it happen. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. America hasn't seen the last of who put this on. 